BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Action 3 News weather alert update is brought to you by Exarban ARS Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Warm, muggy, slight chance of maybe some showers. High of 83 today. Tomorrow, uh, looking at maybe a chance of some morning showers, evening storms, some severe maybe later. High of 86. And then on Sunday, partly cloudy, a high of 86 expected right now. 63 degrees. Watch Jim Flowers and the weather alert team on Action 3 News. There's no safer place in a storm. Here's your traffic update with Megan Reeder. Well, crews are working on getting a wreck cleaned up at 61st and Blondo, so use caution if you're in the area. Besides that, it's looking to be a pretty smooth drive this morning. Heads up to some road work. Beginning this Sunday morning, the Center Street entrance ramp will be closed to eastbound and westbound I-80. Interstate volumes are still fairly heavy in all directions, but not seeing any big delays. I'm Megan Reeder, and that's a traffic update on the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. All right, thanks, Megan. All right, this weekend, actually, today starts Omaha Beer Fest, and it's going to be at Stinson Park, all right, today and tomorrow at the uh, Exarbon Village. Uh, we're going to give you tickets right now. Call number 9-938-9400. we got a pair of tickets waiting for you here, so good luck to you. All right, news, Molly? Yes. Uh, Omaha police are investigating a deadly shooting in North Omaha. It happened uh, around 2.30 this morning. A man was found in an alley behind Fuzzy's Lounge, North 24th and Sprague Streets in Omaha. Police are uh, still investigating. So far, there have been no suspects. And police say overnight someone smashed out the windows of three police cruisers that were parked at the parking lot of the South West Precinct at 99th and Mockingbird. Omaha, Public, uh, Omaha Police Department says that the man who did it was arrested and will face charges. No word on how much the damage will be. And investigators say that they found three small children at a Sarpy County house where adults were growing marijuana and also uh, psychedelic mushrooms were on hand. Investigators raided the home off 132nd and Harrison. They found the couple there. Officers removed 13 mason jars full of psychedelic mushrooms and seven young marijuana plants. 
The children found inside were ages two, one, and three months old. They are now in state custody. And if you are looking for something to do this weekend, the 41st Annual Summer Arts Festival is back. About 135 of the nation's finest visual artists are going to be on hand downtown. It's going to be a busy weekend, so several downtown roads are already closed. It could affect your commute. They include uh, Farnham. From 10th to 15th, also 13th and 14th are closed. From Harney to Douglas, crews shut down the roads, and they're going to be closed through Sunday. Sorry, you're going to find me at Beer Fest tonight. That's right, and I'll be hand-in-hand with you, buddy. So, that's not Mm. hand-in-hand, literally. (laughs) Uh, Stinson Park, that's Beer Fest, Molly. That's what's going down. Yes. Beer Fest is also happening this weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, You'll be able to see, I guess, party and again, (laughs) hand-in-hand. Uh, you can count on seeing more state patrol officers on the highways this summer. First weekend of extra enforcement is this weekend. State patrol officials hope that the extra show force will cut down on crashes, and it's running all throughout the summer and August 20th. And the FBI is invest- investigating a huge security breach that could affect millions of people. The Federal Office of Personal Management says that the breach apparently happened last December and involved the records or, or for around 4 million current and former federal employees. Un, um, unnamed government sources blame the data breach on China. Now, uh, Chinese officials are saying that the allegations are irresponsible. The Office of Personnel Management, which is conducting the background checks, warned it was urging potential victims to monitor their financial statements and get new credit reports. The breach was initially thought to have impacted the Office of Personnel Management, but now it's seen that it could possibly be bigger than that. Some it might have happened is, back uh, in December. It's spooky like a bad uh, 90s movie where you wonder if some nefarious elements could make them make it look like it was the Chinese. Like you could almost start a war. Yeah, between two people. Because we've been putting it out there that eventually these cyber crimes are an act of At what point is it not an act of war, right? You bet. The Chinese are saying prove it. Yes. Well. I mean, U.S. investigators believe that they can trace the breach back to the Chinese government. And hackers working for the Chinese military are believed to be compiling what they consider a massive database of Americans. This is according to intelligence officials. And they're saying that it's not quite clear what the purpose is of this database, but... They believe that they are compiling things. Maybe there's some cyber Dr. Evil somewhere. Remember the Sony hack? That was weird, mm-hmm. too. Yes. Looked a lot, a lot like North Korea, but people are like... Was it? Was it? I yeah. mean, maybe it was made to look like that. Well, you, you know, could. Somebody's starting fights. Yeah, very maybe We easily. have some cyber frenemy out there. Yeah. Officials in Colorado say they got battered with tornadoes, heavy rain, and hail the size of grapefruit overnight. The storm front caused flooding and damage across parts of the Rockies and the Western Plains. We had some flash flood warnings here in Omaha. Uh, throughout the, and the uh, National Weather Service says seven tornadoes were reported in Colorado, one in Kansas. Severe weather in Colorado is expected to calm down a bit this morning before picking back up in the afternoon. And a woman who says that her brother was sexually abused by former Speaker of the House Dennis Hassert in the early 70s is speaking out. She told ABC News that the then-future House Speaker was a high school wrestling coach and that he allegedly abused her brother uh, that was a student and also um, a high school wrestler. She made the same acu- uh, she's made some of the same accusations before in 2006, but they couldn't be corroborated. Hassert has denied the claim. However, the Illinois Republican is now under federal indictment accused of lying to the FBI about millions of dollars in payments he made to cover up past misconduct. And the uh, Air Force is changing its policy to make it more difficult to discharge transgender airmen. 
Currently, troops diagnosed with gender dysmorphia or who identify as transgender are generally discharged on medical grounds. But the new policy from the Air Force announced Thursday will require those decisions to be made by a unit commanders and doctors. What about a transgender seaman? But um, boom. There you go. Good stuff. Doctors successfully performed the first skull and scalp transplant at Houston's Methodist Hospital last month. The first what? Skull and scalp transplant. How crazy is this? Partial skull and scalp transplant was done to help um, a large head wound that this 55-year-old, a 55-year-old patient had developed. Although doctors in the Netherlands had replaced most of a woman's skull with a 3D printed plastic one last year, this is believed to be the first skull scalp transplant of a human donor. It was a 15-hour surgery, and it involves more than 50 healthcare workers. Uh, Food and Drug Administration has voted in favor of a drug meant to improve female sexual dysfunction, a tiny pink pill being touted as Viagra for women. But it, we won't know until August. I mean, they still got to do a lot more testing on this thing. How, yeah, does, it, how does it work? So I guess you take it and it, I don't know. I guess it gets you in the mood. Um, the FDA typically follows the recommendations of this advisory uh, panel, but it doesn't necessarily mean victory for Viagra for women. An official decision is expected to be announced by the end of summer. They're saying that it's already rejected this drug twice because of um, the side effects. It's like it outweighs the benefits. Side effects include uh, dizziness, fainting, nausea, sleep, sleepiness, and low blood pressure. It was only tested on healthy women. Okay. So all of the women in the test group were healthy. So they're saying, what effect does this have on the rest of the general population who might have issues? Huh? You take the pill every day. So it's not like oh, you Viagra do. where people take it around the times they want to get, you know, sexy okay. time. This is every day. So when it causes this, these fainting spells, they're like, well, right away, that's got a, it's a huge red flag. Why well, yeah, the FDA said... We can't yeah. clear that because you're going to be taking the pill every day. You can pass out while you're behind Also, the wheel. they're throwing out fertility. Uh, they don't know uh, that if it can cause issues there. They don't know what if it can cause issues with alcohol. They don't know anything. So Right. And also, so it takes, it's going to take time. Other here. medicines that you're taking. I yeah. mean, it, this is assuming that you're not taking anything else, that you don't have any other prescription drugs that you need for other health issues. I mean, but I assume you'd have to get it vetted to your... Your doctor. Right. People can't, you can't just run out and get Viagra. You no. have to have it prescribed by your doctor. You now, if you have heart conditions, most likely you're probably not going to get greenlit for Viagra. I mean, a lot of people, isn't that the whole deal? Guys with like heart, you know, ticker problems yeah. because of what it does to your blood pressure and everything like that. So, again, this is just one step, but it's a, it's a ways down the road before the FDA approves this uh, this female pill isn't funny how they found out about that they they uh, it was originally created to uh, for anti depression. That's yeah. Isn't that interesting how that works? And they all find sudden, all hey, sorts of. I'm all horned up. They find all sorts <laughs> of weird stuff like that. Like that's yeah. like Chantix or Wellbutrin. Wellbutrin, which was like the late '90s uh, answer to smoking cessation, that was originally meant to be an antidepressant, and they realized, well, this sure sucks. People are still depressed, but man, they're not smoking anymore. Well, yeah. sexual release has commonly been prescribed for women oh, that's right. with depression issues. Yeah. So maybe yeah. this is hand in hand. Uh, a Golden State Warriors, uh, they won last night. Uh, they're one step closer to being the first NBA championship in 40 years. Uh, the Warriors' defense came back in overtime. 
holding the Ca- uh, Cleveland Cavaliers two points as Golden State pulled out a 108-100 to victory in Game 1 of the NBA Finals. Game 2 is Sunday in Oakland. LeBron James had 44 points last night, which is... Uh that's the high for the finals. 44 points they still lost. Yep. One person. And the Huskers football team is formally naming three offensive and defensive captains for 2015. Westercatch, uh, Tommy, Tommy. Yeah, Armstrong. Tommy Armstrong, uh, Jordan Westercamp, um, uh, Alex Lewis, and then defensive end Jack Gamewish, uh, and then defensive tackle Malik Collins and safety Nate Gary. So six captains total for this upcoming season. And American Pharaoh makes a run for horse racing history tomorrow in New York. This will be the 107th running of the Belmont Stakes in New York. American Pharaoh is going to become just the 12th Triple Crown winner and first since Affirm did it in 1978 if he follows up convincing wins in the Kentucky Derby and the Preakness. Uh, so we'll see if tomorrow brings some more history. There are reports that a first edition copy of J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit sold at auction on Thursday for $210,000, which makes it the most fetched for copy of the fantasy novel. Tolkien originally gifted the book to one of his first students at Leeds University back in the 1920s. Oh, wow. Yeah, they say it includes his autograph and a verse in his fictional language of Elvish. So it was like given, it was a gift to a student, and he actually wrote, he signed it, but he also wrote in the language that he invented for The Hobbit. Um, like this whole thing. So obviously that's a pretty... Th- elvish, would, huh? Yeah, Elvish. He made up a whole language. He was actually like a, ling- he was like a linguist. That was his focus. That was like his main course of study. And then these stories were stories that he would tell his kids. At bed- and then he just ended up writing them down. Wow. And, uh, but he, he was like a language master. And so when he wrote these books, he really did create these whole other languages from scratch for for basically elves and dwarves and whatever. The AP is reporting that the traditional 9-to-5 arrangement is becoming less popular way of living. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, 23 million people were self-employed in 2013. That's up 24% from 2003. And the increase in people ditching traditional jobs can be attributed to the fact that it's becoming easier and less risky to go solo. Health insurance plans have become more affordable and the opportunities for freelance and contract work are becoming more fruitful online. And that that being said, so long to the traditional nine to five arrangements, people are kind of making and setting their own schedules. Japan is thinking of putting toilets and drinking water in elevators in case of earthquakes. <laughs> there are reports that say that state officials in Japan met with industry representatives to discuss the idea after Saturday's 7.8 magnitude earthquake off the Japanese coast. They say that Tokyo, almost 20,000 elevators stopped working after Saturday's quake, with 14 elevators getting stuck between floors. About 60% of Japan's elevators are designed to detect tremors and stop at the closest floor. But, you know, they're saying, like, if you get stuck, and obviously it takes a while to get through, maybe we should have I water do it. and a bathroom. I couldn't do it. Knock me out, Jeff. If we're ever stuck in an elevator, hit me as hard as you can. I would go nuts. I'd just go nuts. I'm feeling weird thinking about it. My hands are sweating. You don't, you're, oh. you're not a fan. No. Uh, well, I guess that they're, they're estimating that um, if Japan was hit by a major earthquake, as many as 17,000 people could be trapped inside Tokyo elevators. So they're saying, hey, maybe there's something to this putting drinking water and toilets in the elevators in case this happens so the people that are trapped can, you know, survive for a while. A guy in Connecticut 
Uh, I don't know. He might be uh, thinking again about cat ownership. He called 911 at around 1.30 in the morning on Wednesday, all because his cat wouldn't let him in the house. He told the 911 operator, my cat was getting too aggressive. I was inside and she attacked me and she scratched my leg and she bit me. And so he and his wife, they had to leave and they were outside for like three or four hours, couldn't get back in. And the operator obviously was like, you said your cat won't let you in the house. Police actually did head to this guy's house. They were able to get back inside. It turns out that the cat had given birth to a kitten the night before and was just in overprotective mama cat mode. Eventually calmed down and now everybody's getting along. Uh, and a woman uh, in New York just opened a new Chinese restaurant and named it I Don't Know. She said she picked that name because whenever she asks her kids where they want to eat, they always say, I don't know. And so there you go. She put all of her all of her eggs in the I don't know basket. So next and time it's you're, a, and it's an Asia, a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, it's a Chinese restaurant called I don't know. Uh, it only has two tables. It specializes in takeout. Um, and I guess she decided, you know, that 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 would be a fun funny name because whenever you know they ever had a conversation about it, I don't know. I mean, how many times have you had a conversation probably with your girlfriend? What do you want for? Dinner? I don't know. It's mostly was my sister. Really? And I had to deal with that, yeah. I don't know. I'm like, of course you know. <laughs> you're just not telling me. Yeah, and then you're going to say. judge me quietly, disappointed, because I didn't pick the right place, because I can't read your mind. Yeah. That is your news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, channel 94.1. All right, uh, 819. All right, coming up next, we're going to let you know who's going to be going backstage to play Shots. That's a Papa Shot with Imagine Dragons. That show is next week, by the way, next Wednesday. And tickets are still available, but you can win them here. All right, today's an odd day, so every odd hour, we're going to give you a chance to pick up those tickets to Imagine Dragons. It's 820. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit where right now all of their refreshing fountain drinks in all of their sizes are all just 99 cents. Your choice of soft drinks, energy drinks, or fresh... ...fight to win a little backstage action, so... Everybody wants to be with the band. Everybody right. wants to be cool. And this is one of those very cool things. Yes. Who's our Who's our winner? Kim. Hi. Hello. What's Hello? up, Kim? Hi. Hi. How are you? What are you doing? Getting ready for work. Where do you work at? What are you doing? Work wise. <laughs> I'm an occupational therapist. Oh. Well, we got some news for you, Kim. It's a big party show, by the way, on Channel 941. Hi. Hey, you want some tickets? Yeah, yesterday, right? Yep. Well, now you're going backstage to hang with the band. Congratulations. Awesome. Thanks. Yes. Kim, who'd you get qualified for? Who'd you win? Who'd you win the tickets with? Um, I forgot. It was yesterday. It was yesterday? Okay. Yeah. Are you a big Imagine Dragons fan? Sure. You don't really sound okay. like it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't sound like it, right? I think now. someone is robbing Kim's house and they <laughs> just know. answered the phone. I know. <laughs> this is Kim. Yeah. Yep. Hey. Yep. This is Kim. Make a chicken noise if uh, if you need some help over there. 
I'm good. I'm good. You're not being held at gunpoint, are you? Right. Well, congratulations. Whoever you're taking right. to the to the Imagine Dragon show, you got you're gonna go backstage. You're gonna meet the. You're gonna meet play a little man. game, a little pop shot, a little basketball. Okay. Should be fun. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, you have a great day at work. Okay. Thanks. You too. All right. Bye. See you later. All right. There you That's go. The winner. Yeah. Very uncomfortable. <laughs> Oh, well. Oh, what do you do? <laughs> Not everybody's excited to win stuff. I try to imagine in my head what would I be like if I won. I haven't won anything in a while. Uh, but I'm sure, I mean, it's, I mean, I'm not sure really, really, really that it's a personality thing, I guess. You know, you're either going to get excited when you win something or you're not. Uh, but, uh, but she's going to go backstage and there's other opportunities, by the way. So just get qualified today. It's, it's odd hours. So next hour and then 11 o'clock hour and so on and so forth, a chance to get qualified and also win those Imagine Dragon tickets. All right. Welcome to the show. So in time for the weekend, I, I bring to you, uh, slate.com will show you how your sexual history compares with, um, a bunch of other people. It's pretty easy. Like you basically, you go to their website. They ask you three questions: age, gender, and number of sexual partners. You click it, and then they'll tell you whether or not you how you stack up with your peers. I'm like, oh my god. Okay, how does that work? I guess they use data from a massive sex study that they uh, that was done. And so they loaded it all in. And, of course, I mean, like all sex studies, there's a catch. I mean, all the information is self-reported. So it's possible people are padding their numbers, whether it's, you know, seeming more chaste than they are, seeming more, you know, uh, road-worn as they are. Uh, So, you know, add a couple numbers. But you can take the test by Googling, is your sexual history as impressive as you think? And it'll take you to uh, to the website. I always feel like this is just an opportunity for them to, you know, like data mine, you know, like I didn't fill it out because I'm just like, well, no, aren't you just you're basically they say, don't worry, we're not collecting your data. But it's like, are you sure that you're not? So basically, the number tells you whether you're compatible, whether you're a slut. No. Yeah. Basically, (laughs) it tells you if your sexual history is uh, the, the headline is, is your sexual history as impressive as you think? Well, that's why there's that double standard is impressive. What's impressive? Right. Like, guys want it to be impressive, right? It's the double standard. If a guy's got a lot, he's a stud. It's impressive. But if it's a girl, you're a slut. Right. I mean, so that's that's what I'm saying. It's like, it depends on what you're looking at. So they say, say, tell them how many people you've slept with, and then their calculator will tell you if that's really a lot. Like, you may think that you have a crazy big number or a crazy low number, and then they end up telling you the real deal compared to everyone else. In your playing field, you know, like if other guys like let's say you have your number and you're like, oh, I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty average or whatever. And then you put it in and you find out, oh, man, I've actually really slept around. I thought that I was just just hanging out. I thought I was just hanging out. And apparently I'm hanging out Well, right out of the uh, gate. Because the, the, the first two questions are what the first three. What's your gender? How yep. old are you? How many sex partners have you had since the age of 18? Wow. What's a sex partner? Let's. We really got to get down to the nitty gritty. Yep, that's we a have good to question. almost like Bill Clinton. You got to define what sex is. Remember, I yes. would think it would be 
I would, we, uh, what are we, let's let's keep the language clean. No, okay. no, no. I would think I would think it would be a home run. I would think it would be a home run. Yeah, yeah. Not so a third third base isn't a sexual. Partner. No, I would say that this has to do with you know the deed See, has been done. What about Mon- Monica Lewinsky? That that would be a, a third base. I don't consider that. Yeah, I would say I would say full on. So I could do the Bill Clinton. Me and some gal had yep. a, a Monica moment. And I'm like, I did not have sex with her. There you go. I mean, technically. Because it's, I, I mean, did with her head. But <laughs> okay. How is that not? I see. I now you keep right, it so clean. You I thought it that was sex. I thought that was the big argument in that deal. Isn't that a sex act? act? That's nine, a sex three, act. Nine three eight ninety four hundred. That is a sex act. But You're I right. wouldn't consider that. I mean, I consider when they say how many sexual partners have you had. I consider that the. You know the, the 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 layman's definition of. But this is a scene out of Clerks. Lots of guys getting fights over the girlfriend when they come up with the count, and the girl's like, "I've yes. only been with five guys." And then he finds out later on, though, that you could pad up to 20. thirty dudes yeah. in college when she was saving saving herself. Uh-huh. Why do people? And talk? she only used to do the one thing, and guys are like, mm-hmm. "Well, dude." So what is sex? Is that sex? It is a sexual act. Now, I don't want to interfere this with with uh, cheating. Because cheating is cheating, cheating is all right? Bad. I mean, that like cheating is a whole different thing, right. all right? So what is sex? Is sex the act of... Yes. For this study, we're going to say Fornication? Okay. I would think it would right. be full-on oh intercourse. I mean, I would say that that would be, you know... Okay. It, it would be your your regular, like, where babies come from type of scenario and not, you know, kind of like on the edges gray area. Yes, those are all considered different variants of the one, but I would consider this just the one act. Okay. And that would be your number. Um, all right. And I'm with you, Jeff, because, like, it, you know, people do play the numbers as far as, like, well, I mean, asking how many people you have been... Um, Why ask that question? Sexually active with is different. Sexually active is different than how many people you've had sex with. Okay. So if you're telling sexually active, somebody might be, oh, I have 20 people. But if you say, how many people do you have sex? And they say two. You know what I'm saying? Like, I might have hooked up with a bunch of people, but I only really went all the way or something with somebody. That's where I would say this number is. That would be your quote unquote. So that's number. your number. Okay. I would say for the, for the purposes of this study, yes. All right. Yeah. Well, well this is going to take a lot of scratch paper. <laughs> <laughs> How many hands and feet do you have, Jeff? No, I don't never. I will never, ever, ever, ever expose that. But uh, anyone want 402 I don't understand people who want to know. Well, that's why well, I thought that's that, that, that there's, that there's, mo- call, there's the movie with, me, with Anna Ferris called, isn't it called What's Your Number? Yes. And I thought that was a funny movie because it was given... It was giving a fair perspective on the on the what it's like to be a, a woman. I mean, because sexual politics has changed. Yeah, guys and girls are pretty much alike. I used to say, yeah. I'm like, girls are like guys now. Yeah, they, they go out there and they're promiscuous hey. before marriage, before they want to settle down. Mm-hmm. So that number can get kind of carried away. So that's the funny scene when they all write it down in a piece of paper at the bar. All the ladies and Anna Ferris is like, thinks she's got a pretty good number, and then all of Everyone's numbers are in single digits, and she's like, yeah, she's Whoa. like Whoa. <laughs> She's like in the 30s or something. She's trying to rip the paper half. <laughs> so it's like instead of 29, it's just nine. They're like, who, two. who had 30? <laughs> I don't me... know. Did somebody throw that in there just as a joke? Because that sounds fun, funny. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, what would you do if you found out someone you're dating had, we'll just say a high number, a, a higher number than, I don't know what a high number is, 50? 
since they're 18. Uh, I, it's a danger. You just don't want to go there. I guess I agree. that's why I think I'm stupid. It's always been, listen, we all have a history. Yeah. Right? Yeah. My big thing is, this is the thing. I don't need to know your number. I just want to know that you're healthy. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, are you... No, but I'm saying, like... tested? That you don't have AIDS. No, anything. I mean, we talk about Douglas County, the big, you know, sexually transmitted diseases. You can have one partner and that could happen to you if you pick the wrong partner. That's true. You know, so numbers don't mean anything. It's are you smart about it? Like, did that one person that you decided to have sex with have a treasure trove, you know, like a Petri dish going on i mean were they like a home experiment for penicillin you know what i'm saying so you've never needed to know the number do you need to know um who people are though like let's say do you have an arrangement like all right i just want to know if they're around like is when we go to that one party at lisa's house and no i don't want to know know you guys had a history no i don't want to know i don't want to know know? i mean I, i in in the case of my marriage None of the women that my husband previously dated, whatever their relationship was, I don't know. I never asked. Okay, so you've never, you don't know. I don't I mean, know. Because you could be at parties and down the road, let's say you're dating seriously, and you're right. like, geez, why is Lisa always so friendly? And Lisa's And then horrible, it comes up the down the road, oh, you guys, you guys had a thing? Yeah. Gotcha. No, Not I've problem. never had that come up. Okay. I wonder how you would act in that. Me? Yeah. I don't know. I think I'd probably be friendly. I mean, like, what are you going to do? You know, I'm married and I mean, he's married now and has two kids. Like, I have a friend. No, I mean, not not towards him, towards her. No, I'm saying, like, what are you going to do? Be a jerk about it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm married now. Like, he's married to me. Sorry. (laughs) Like, if you still are holding a a torch, it's that's that's too bad. Uh, You know what I mean? But at the same time, most likely everybody's moved on. If you're in a situation, I mean, if you're in a situation where you're coming across an ex and they haven't moved on, Mm -hmm. then they're making a point of being in your life for a a weird reason. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're not going away for something. Yeah, yeah. So if she she said, hey, you know. uh, In the cases where I've dated someone and the ex is still around, uh that's always been a red flag. Has it? Okay. Because usually it's because the woman's not going away. The ex isn't going away because they're they're waiting. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're waiting like, for something to fall. Right. They're waiting They're waiting for you to screw up. They're waiting for him to, you know. I mean, it's usually something where somebody in that relationship is still not done. Because okay. if you broke up with someone and you're done, you're gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, you would you, think so. You it's would always, like, but it's well, a lot of times it's always like, we can still be friends. You know, mm-hmm. which, which I want, I understand, but I don't understand. But I, I know what you mean. They should be at least gone out of the... Out of visual, right? For the most part, not hanging out. I see what you're saying. Hello, who's this? This is Alexis. Hi, Alexis. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. What, what do you got? What can we do for you? Okay, so with that whole high number, is that a determining factor whether you get in a relationship with them or not? For me, it, I, for me, I don't care. Like, I, like I said, I don't care necessarily about the number. I just want to know that you've made smart choices with who you've decided to be active with mm-hmm. and that you've been safe and an adult about it why does that yeah. affect your uh, uh your uh, dating or whatever i mean i would like to think not but if somebody has like a really really high number it's obviously gonna kind of cross my mind whether how old are you hey i'm 21 okay. You're 21 okay so i mean you're coming across you're 21 Somebody with, like, a crazy high number and they're also a fellow 21-year-old, yeah, that could be a little bit of a, like, well, geez. (laughs) 
what have you been doing? Every, I guess I know what you've been doing every single weekend since you turned 18. Well, Alexis, yep. what is a high number to you? I mean, I know, like, a lot of my friends are up and they're, like, like, a lot of my guy friends are up and they're, like, 40s. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty high. That's high yeah. for and 21. That should be cr- I mean, this this uh, this is truly, you know, some kind of math um, equation. It should be um, affected by that age. Like, there should be forgiveness if you're an older age. You need to be forgiven. In your 30s and 40s, yes. we've got a course correct for time. It's like, yes. hey, the number's going to go up. But if, you, if, you're in the, if you're in the 30s and you're, lo- and you're like a 22, 23-year-old guy, it's... That's like, whoa. According yeah. to this distribution yeah. of, it, of sex numbers, <laughs> you've done the deed more. If, if you're a 21-year-old male who has had 20 sexual partners, you've done the deed more than uh, 96% of your peers. You are uh, you're very, very, very active, wow. basically. They're saying, like, most people who are 21 have, like, one or two sexual partners. Wait, did... Huh. did in, I it, put this into their algorithm. I said, I'm a male. Okay. I'm 21 years old. I slept with 20 people. What did it tell me? And I am like, I, if I were a 21-year-old male with 20 partners, I am leaving everyone in the dust. I have slept with more people than everyone wow. I know. What's the st- what was the percentage? Well. More than how many? Uh, I, she said more than 20. She said that she knew 20, a 21-year-old guy, more than 20. I put it in, and this is what they're telling me. Okay. That basically there are like maybe everyone else is back in the under five number. Huh. Ten and under is basically where the majority of everybody is. I don't even know my, I mean, as sick as it is, I don't even know my number. Not that it's too high that I can't count. I just don't, I don't remember last week. Oh, there's uh, so that, many. Oh, there's know. so many out there that you have no idea. <laughs> they're just, don't they're try just to play bones it. falling out of the closet. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yours is in, oh, yours no. is in uh, dementia. We had a chick show up with a diaper drive the party gave a hug to and was like, it is so nice to meet you. And she was like, <laughs> I'm part of your number. <laughs> She's hey, like, Alexis, for being so brave and calling us, we're going to hook you up with a uh, $25 gift card to La Mesa, okay? Oh, perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah, you can Alexis. take on a perfect date. Yeah, go on a first date or something. Do you have a boyfriend, Alexis? No, I don't. Okay. All right. Well, Alexis, well. what I would say, our, our older man advice is don't have this conversation. It never, never goes well. No. You Ever. just got to yeah, understand I... that everybody, everyone has their own number, their own journey. That's right. Uh, <laughs> look for sores around the mouth. Oh, come on <laughs> well, now. That's the Molly approach. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say look for sores. I just said uh, as long as they made smart choices in their health. <laughs> all right, Alexis, you have a good weekend. Uh, Nick will get your information, okay? All right. Okay, thank all right, you so Hold much. on, you bet. All right, we got to hit celebrity news. Molly, what do you got? Uh-huh. Sores. So, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sam Smith has gotten his voice back. And uh, a little uh, a little thing, uh, Jason Alexander, who played George on Seinfeld, regrets about revealing this week about the show. We'll tell you about that coming up next. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 94.1. Funny, I think I finally found it. It has a rumpus room, a nook, and a foyer. It sounds amazing. Where is it? State and Maine. Wait, by your parents? Not that close, like 100 yards or so. Plus, they have fast internet from Cox. Cox offers the same fast speeds no matter where you move. So, you know, we don't have to be that close. What's wrong with being that close? Nothing. 
Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Good morning, 852. All right. Uh, Channel 941, let's say hello to... Maybe I shouldn't say her name. We're using oh. code names, right? Ma'am? Morning. Um, yes. Therese. Hi. Hi, Hi Therese. What's up? What? What? Do you have, you're yep. going to expose yep. your number here? Yep. Uh, yes. My SAT total, sexual act total, uh, partners would be about 13, and I'm 59, so I think that's a pretty good average. Yeah, that's not bad okay. at all. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah. For, for, yep. So, um, Thirteen and you're fifty nine. Let me let me put. I'll keep talking. I'm going to put it into our. Uh, at what age did you do most of your handiwork? <laughs> oh, probably from thirty five on back. Okay. Okay. All right. You're uh, <laughs> kind of slowed down a little bit. Okay. I don't know. Maybe she didn't slow down. Uh, you've she... done the deed with more than uh, more people than eighty seven percent of your peers. Is that right, Molly? I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, eighty-seven percent. So you are above and beyond. Most people are under five for your age group. So I don't understand their algorithm because I think. Well, maybe maybe the Magic Mike movie has something to do with it. Yeah, it's coming go. out again now too. Right, it's coming Ma- out again. Magic Mike too. The last time I went to it, I sat with a ninety-seven-year-old woman from Omaha, and boy, did she giggle the whole time. Did she really? <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> yes, she did. So this is a distribution <laughs> of number of sexual partners for women between the ages of fifty-five and fifty-nine, All and right. so they're wow. saying that you know, uh, so basically wow. that's your group. And, oh, um, okay. All right. Well, you know, menopause, menopause is coming to an end, so there's still hope for the future. There you go. Ooh. Hey, Therese, thanks for calling, dear and Sharon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> <laughs> there you get go. that feather duster out there. Oh, yeah. Stop it. Get ready. <laughs> so, such a Going to Magic Mac tonight. <laughs> Quit it. <laughs> <laughs> All cleaned up. Stop it. All right. So and that's uh, when we show up in a tuxedo. They're like, hey. They're hey, like, I guess. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. You're going to have to lower your standards to come down to where I'm at. <laughs> but I'm easy. <laughs> and these are tearaway pants. Uh, all right. Uh, headlines, Molly. What's up, real fast? Uh, Sam Smith can speak again. Uh, that was announced through social media that uh, Sam Smith has regained his voice. Uh, he had to get surgery done. Um, yeah, he received surgery last month in Boston. How did he bang up his throat? Singing. I think just it just took its toll on him some people just have a you know if depending on your singing style it can really rip things up but uh i guess uh he said i promise it'll be so much better than it would have been before when my voice was damaged because he had to get all these tour dates rescheduled so there you go so take it easy on his throat Take it easy. So Jason Alexander, we all loved him as George on Seinfeld. He did an interview with uh, Howard Stern earlier this week where he kind of threw one of his co-stars, the woman who played Susan, you know, his fiance on the uh, Seinfeld series. Uh, The actress played it. He kind of basically said she was difficult to like. She was kind of like hard to act with it. They were like hard time finding chemistry and things like that. And now he feels terrible. He said that, you know, um, he he wanted everyone to know that uh, the actress was generous and gracious and uh, that Jason Alexander, who played George on Seinfeld, said he's mad at himself for retelling the story in any way that would diminish her. I thought she she said her her was great. I thought her character was great. Yeah, it was a it was a very real character. Because here's that's how I took it as Susan, because people thought that she was sort of kind of quiet and boring. Mm-hmm. She was the type of woman who would date... What other type of woman would date George? I know. <laughs> would be Not that a normal type. one. Yes. You're who, right. who would put up with George? You're it right. It would be some sad woman who was, you know, it's too bad for her that she's, you know... 
not striving for something better. Yeah. Right. And then they killed her off sort of cruelly. She was licking the invitations to their <laughs> so wedding mean. and OD'd on the paste. On the glue paste, right? And that died. became like a thing, too. Like, yeah. when they're on forward, everybody's like, I mean, do you go for the lower end envelopes? You don't want to end up like a Seinfeld episode. Wow. That is your celebrity news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. All right, Dave, you're coming up next here. Hold on, all right? It's 8.56. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. It's the spirit that moves us, that calls us, inspires us to experience the new in ways we never thought possible. So when the freedom of the open road calls, we answer it. I love the American road. Your Midwest Ford dealers celebrated the great American sales event. We're opening the doors to our most advanced, most fuel-efficient vehicles ever. And now you can get 0% financing for 60 months on select 2015 cars, trucks, SUVs, and crossovers when financed through Ford Credit. Not all buyers will qualify. 60 months at $16.67 per month for $1,000 finance regardless of down payment. Take new retail delivery from dealer stock by 7615. See dealer for qualifications and complete details. The Great American Sales Event is calling you to your Midwest Ford dealer today. Yo, what's up? It's Big Party here from the Big Party Morning Show. You know, you should give yourself a break. Give your family a break today and head on out to Raising Cane's uh, for their fresh, never-frozen, marinated 24-hour chicken fingers. You're going to be the hero, plus there's no cleanup in the kitchen. How nice is that? Uh, Raising Cane's chicken fingers are cooked to order, so you're even going to get them fast and hot. There's no waiting around. And that cane sauce, it's a perfect addition to their chicken fingers. It's famous. It's made fresh daily, and it has a very unique blend of spices. You're going to crave it. So just make sure you get enough. You cannot get enough. Raising Cane's does chicken fingers right. Whether it's a snack or a meal, it should be your go-to. One love is quality chicken finger meals. Stop in today. Two locations in Omaha, 72nd and Dodge, and also the West Roads Mall. And soon there will be another location, 129th and West Maple. Oh, and if you have a big group, an event, or a work function, or just hanging in the park, they also have tailgate boxes full of chicken finger goodness. It's any size, by the way. Make sure you pick up a jug of their fresh squeezed lemonade and their sweet tea. Raising Cane's, one love. It's finally here. The moment you've all been waiting for. Once a year, Ace Rent-to-Own takes rental agreements and completely changes the game. It's our 